Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. Welcome back. This is episode number 104, and I am super excited. This is the, man, this is the kind of stuff I love to talk about. I've got a lot to share, so grab your notepad, grab your pen. We're going to jump right in. Today, we are talking about something that I feel is super overlooked and super misunderstood. So what is this secret battle that the title talks about, right? What is this secret battle within us, inside of us, that can majorly sabotage you? Well, it's the battle between confidence and competence or between excitement and reality. Now, this might not make much sense right now, but just hang with me. I'm going to explain exactly what I'm talking about and then the two ways that you'll see it manifest in your life, the two ways that it can really impact you. And honestly, the two ways that it can totally screw you up. And it all starts with something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. So this was actually discovered in 1999. So relatively recently, uh, when it comes to like, you know, the idea of science, most a lot of concepts and principles are, you know, hundreds of years old. But this was discovered in 1999 by two psychologists at Cornell named, surprise, surprise, David Dunning and Justin Kruger. And the Dunning-Kruger effect, or the DK effect, as I might call it throughout this episode, it is a cognitive bias where people wrongly estimate their knowledge or ability in a specific area. And it tends to occur because they have a lack of self-awareness that prevents them from accurately assessing their own skills. So great. Okay. What does that mean? Blah, 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 science stuff. What does that mean? Right? Well, well, basically some people can't accurately judge their own competence or their own ability or skill in a certain area because they lack metacognition, which is a fancy word that just means self-honesty. So let me, let me say that again. Some people cannot accurately judge their own ability or skill or knowledge in a certain area because they don't have any self, they're not self-honest about it. Like they can't see the truth of like, am I good at this? No, I'm not. Or am I good at this? Well, yeah, it's kind of, but not as good as I think. They lack the ability to step back and examine themselves objectively. As a matter of fact, the researchers discovered that those who are the least skilled, <laughs> those who have the least knowledge and the least skill, are also the ones who are most likely to overestimate their abilities. It's crazy, right? So like the people who actually know the least or are the least skilled are the very ones who are overly confident in that area. And here's what's even weirder. The opposite tends to be true also. It's like the more you know, the more you realize that you're barely scratching the surface of a particular topic or subject or skill, and so the less confident you are. I find this sometimes with myself. I have two degrees and three certifications. I've been coaching people and studying weight loss and the psychology around habits and behavior change and exercise science and nutrition science. I've been doing this for 20 years, and sometimes I feel like, good grief, I don't even know what I'm talking about because there's so much more to learn. Now, great. Thank you, Corey. The 
Dunning-Kruger effect, that sounds cool. But how does this relate to losing weight and improving my life? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It relates way more than you can imagine. Like I said, there's two different ways that it can manifest and you might see it in your life. Number one, the first one is what I call the excitement versus reality battle. So again, remember, like I said, these are, these are battles that go on within you, like internal battles, internal struggles. And the first one I call the excitement versus reality battle. See, whenever we first start something new, we're full of excitement and optimism. And learning even like the simplest, smallest things makes us feel like a rock star. Like, woohoo, I got this. Man, I'm so going to crush this. You guys know that feeling, right? We've all been there. We know exactly what it is. We feel all of this excitement and all of this confidence. What I, what I would actually call hollow or empty confidence. But man, we feel it and we're buzzing and we're excited because we don't know any better. <laughs> Our confidence and excitement is high, but our competence, our ability, our skill is low because we haven't yet faced the reality of doing the hard work of learning and taking the next step and the next step. And then here's the really crazy part. The more you learn, which means you're, as you learn, you're realizing all that you don't know, right? Like everything that you're currently not good at, like the more this happens, the more you learn and then come to the realization of all of the stuff you don't know, the lower that initial confidence falls because it's forcing you to become more and more self-honest and to realize, wow, like I was excited and confident, but I've got so much to learn and so much to do. It's crazy, right? Because it seems totally backwards. It seems like the more we learn and the deeper we move into something, the more excited and encouraged and confident we should be because we're further along than when we started. But it can actually work in the opposite way. And this, my friends, is exactly why people do what I call diet jumping. This is when someone loves the excitement and confidence of starting a new program or diet. And exactly what I just described happens. Boom! The reality hits. They realize their competence, their ability, their skill is low. And they must do the hard work of learning and practicing and messing up and learning and gradually getting better piece by piece. And guess what? That's not nearly as fun as the butterflies and the excitement of getting started. Oh, so they jump. They jump from diet to diet to weight loss fad to new fancy gym, to new cutting-edge fat burner supplement, to four-week weight loss challenge, to new personal trainer, to something else, to something else. The list goes on and on. And the sad part is they never stick it out. They never stick to it. They never stay in any of those things long enough to gain competence, to gain new skills and new knowledge and new abilities. So, sadly, they will never be successful. This always reminds me of dating and marriage. Like, you may know a guy like this, or if not, just imagine, like, some guy gets married and divorced five different times in, like, a 10-year span, you know? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that could happen. That's a, that's a short time to get married and divorced five times. But just go with me here. Married, divorced, married, divorced, married, divorced, five times. And then he says something like, yeah, you know, I, I'm just still trying to find the right woman for me. <laughs> um, dude? What's the common denominator here? <laughs> you are. You are, my friend. Like, maybe you need to work on you. 
Maybe instead of trying to find the right woman, you need to focus on becoming the right man. If you've married and divorced more diets and weight loss programs than you can count, sure, maybe the diet was too extreme. I get that. But maybe at the heart of your weight loss struggles is your craving for the excitement and empty confidence that comes with a new endeavor, with a new plan, with a new diet, with a new program, with a new project. And it's also your avoidance of reality, your avoidance of putting in the work to gain new knowledge and even more important, to learn new skills. So that's the first way that the Dunning-Kruger effect impacts us when it comes to losing weight and changing our lives. But that's not all. There's another way that it can manifest. And, and this way is super sneaky and, and kind of can bite us on the butt like the first one. So number two, like if what we just talked about was excitement versus reality, what we just talked about with the first example, this is getting down to the core issue of confidence versus competence. Some people aren't necessarily chasing the excitement high of a new diet or new program. Instead of that, these people think, <laughs> they think they know what they're doing. And they'll say something like this. Oh, I know, I know what to do. I just need to actually do it. Or it might sound a little different. Like, oh, I mean, I know what works for me. I just have to get myself motivated and do it. Okay. Turn up the volume. Open up your ears and pay attention. If this is you, you may think you know what works for you. But if you're not doing it, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working for you. Please hear this. Rewind it. Play it again. You may think you know what works for you, but if you're not doing it, it's not working. And the slightly different version of this statement is no, is no better. I know what to do. I just need to get motivated and actually do it. Have you ever thought there's a reason you're not doing it? Maybe because you hate it. <laughs> Maybe because it makes you miserable. Or maybe, just maybe, it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. And even though you don't realize it, there's this internal battle inside of you, this, this battle going on between confidence and competence. And you are choosing confidence. See, confidence says, I know what to do, I just need to do it. That's being <laughs> confident but it's empty, and it's also being dishonest with ourselves. A psychologist might call this, uh, might say that this person doesn't have the metacognition that we mentioned earlier, this self-honesty. They don't have the self-honesty to see that they really don't know what they're doing. They're opting for confidence over admitting that they're incompetent when it comes to losing weight and getting fit. And to make matters worse, Psychologists say that the, the DK effect, the Dunning-Kruger effect, has a double curse. Not only do people perform poorly, so they won't achieve their goals, they don't get to where they want to be in life, not only does that happen, but they are not self-aware enough to judge themselves accurately. They're not self-honest enough, and so they're unlikely to learn and grow. They're unlikely to see the truth. It's like they're doomed because they can't see the truth and reality of the situation. Think about it. Have you ever seen someone, someone who says, I know what to do, I just need to actually do it. Have you ever seen that type of person like finally magically click on and get amazing results and totally change their life? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing the answer is no. I certainly haven't seen that. But here's the thing. If I'm really honest with myself, I get it. Like I understand where that person's coming from. We all prefer to feel confident. It's easier and it feels better. And right now, you might be thinking, it, it, now we come to the, 
part of the podcast for the But Corey segment. You might be thinking, but Corey, I hear what you're saying, but wait a minute. Confidence is good, man. I need more confidence. Being confident in myself will help me achieve my goals, right? I mean, tell me that's right. I want to be confident. I don't I don't want to lose the little bit of confidence I have. Well, it's a fine line. See, I believe we have like different types of confidence. And I'm sure there's psychological terms for this, but I, I didn't dig into it because I didn't want to make this episode two hours long. I believe we have like fake or empty or hollow confidence that feels good and protects us. And then we have true, grounded, internal confidence. And the secret to overcoming the DK effect is into losing weight, into changing our life. It's having enough true internal confidence to admit that we're incompetent. It's having enough true internal confidence to see the truth, to be completely self-aware. See, we must function from a foundation of confidence, whether you're currently good at something or not. You have to be, you need to be 100% confident that you can and will learn and progress and get better. But the only way that ever happens is when you realize that your competence in a certain area is low. So I would argue or say that, you know, we want the quiet internal confidence so that we can accurately see, so that we can be self-aware and self-honest and be okay with seeing where we are incompetent on the outside. True internal confidence versus the deceptive, unaware external confidence that deceives you, my friends. Basically, it tricks you into thinking, wait a minute, it's not me. I just haven't found the right thing yet. I just need to get focused. I just need to stay motivated. And all of the other empty, vague things that people say and that people think when they're not successful. We say all that. They say all that. Maybe you say all that. Instead of facing the facts. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe I'm just, maybe if I'm really honest and I step back and look at this, maybe I'm just not very good at this. Maybe I thought I knew what I was doing or what would work, but I really don't know. And then here's the thing, guys. Look, we cannot do that unless we have that internal confidence that tells us, look, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not know what you're doing. It's okay to be incompetent. It's okay to not have it all together. It's okay to need help and to need guidance. See, I believe the shiny, deceptive, external confidence comes from a place of insecurity and a place of fear. Because if we let that facade down, then suddenly we're faced with the fact that we're actually not skilled. (laughs) We're not as good as we thought we were at losing weight. And we don't know what we need to know. And that can be a little scary and honestly kind of discouraging at first. But that bitter pill is the exact medicine that we need to swallow if we're ever going to achieve the things in life that we truly want. This always reminds me, when I think back, you guys experienced this, I'm sure. There was always that kid in school who was like, oh, I could have gotten an A on the test. I just didn't study. You, you guys know someone like that, right? Like we all knew that person. 
Oh, I could, you know, I got, yeah, I got a C minus, but I could have gotten an A if I would have just studied. I just didn't bother studying. And then there almost becomes this like perception of that person. Like, oh, they're so smart. They don't even have to study, you know? (laughs) So you could have gotten an A if you just studied. Oh, really? Okay. Like, why don't you put yourself to the test? Oh, wait, because that's hard. And then God forbid, what if you studied and you didn't get an A? Then suddenly the whole house of cards begins to crumble. Like I said, it it can be kind of scary because the rubber is finally meeting the road. We're leaving that safe place of confident denial, just like the kid who says, oh, I could have gotten an A if I just studied, and opening ourselves up and basically saying, okay, look, here's the truth. I'm not very good at this. I don't know what I'm doing. Now, I'll finally, I will listen and do the hard work of learning and doing things differently. Are you following me here, guys? This is powerful. If you can wrap your mind around it, it's huge. See, even though it doesn't work or maybe it has never worked, we want to keep going back to the same thing over and over and over again. Why? Because it's comfortable. It's what we know. It allows us to continue living under the facade of, I know what I'm doing. It keeps us safe because change is scary. Change is uncomfortable. In doing new things that we're not good at, it's hard. So we can choose something that's comfortable, familiar, and seems easy because we've tried it so many times, but it doesn't get results. Or we can keep reaching for something new because we love the excitement that comes with it because we're only going to do it for a few days or maybe a few weeks until that fake confidence excitement wears off. And then we'll jump, we'll diet jump to something different. Or we can choose something that's uncomfortable, kind of scary, and stick with it. And it will seem hard because it's new and it's different. But it will get results because you'll be learning skills that you've never had before. Losing weight is a skill. Keeping weight off is a skill. Being fit is a skill. Living in the middle and not at the extremes of like some strict diet or like, oh, totally off the wagon or this or that. Learning to live in what I call the magical middle so that you get results and you keep them for your entire life. Learning to live in the magical middle, that is a skill. Enjoying delicious, decadent food without guilt or shame is a skill. Changing how you think and how you talk to yourself is a skill. Managing your emotions is a skill. Overcoming stress eating is a skill. Enjoying different types of foods is a skill. Exercising consistently and making it a part of your routine and your lifestyle is a skill. Balancing things out and enjoying the process, actually having fun is a skill. Loving yourself is a skill. Loving your body is a skill. (laughs) Even though you don't realize it, pretty much anything and everything you want from life is a skill. The body and the life that you want comes from learning new skills. Once you truly understand this and you embrace it, suddenly it's so empowering because you realize you can have anything you want 
It's just a matter of learning the skills to get you there. It's not magic. You don't have to find some secret. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be born with the right genetics in your life and your body is no one else's fault and it's no one else's responsibility. It's all you. All of the success that you want comes from you, from inside of you. It comes from learning new skills that will transform your body and your life and mold them into exactly what you want. Whoo! Isn't that freaking exciting? <laughs> I mean, isn't it empowering? You can do anything you want with your body and your life, but it all starts in the most unlikely place. Not from external fake confidence that makes it seem like you have it all together. No, it all starts from admitting a weakness, from admitting a lack of skill, from admitting that you don't know what you're doing, from admitting a need for help and guidance, a need to learn new stuff, and develop new skills. So, my questions and my challenge to you is this. Have you been diet jumping? Have you been chasing the excitement, constantly chasing the excitement of the hollow confidence that comes with constantly starting something new, but then never sticking with it, and then jumping to something different? Have you been doing that? Or can you be internally confident and secure enough to take an honest look at yourself and your life and your health and admit where you might have been deceiving yourself. Admit that you're incompetent in that area and that maybe you just don't know what you're doing. And if you're willing to do that, either of those, if you're willing to admit to diet jumping or choosing that empty confidence over competence, if you're willing to to do that. Here is my challenge. If you're a diet jumper, find a program or person that you believe in and then temper your excitement. <laughs> Don't get too excited and then stick with it. Come hell or high water, just stick with it. It's going to get tough. The rubber's going to meet the road. You're going to face the reality of, oh crap, I have to change things and I have to figure stuff out and I have to learn new skills and develop new habits. Oh my gosh, it's going to be challenging. But tell yourself going in that you know the newness is going to wear off and that's perfectly okay because that's when the good stuff happens. That's when you start changing your life. Or if you're one of those people who says, oh, I know what to do, I just need to do it. And you're constantly choosing empty faults, confidence over striving for competence, then I encourage you to get some help and guidance. Stop going back to the same thing over and over and over. Don't be like an addict who says, oh, I'll do this on my own when they really need help. Or a husband who refuses to look at the instructions or directions when he's struggling with that home project or figuring out how to get somewhere. Like we can all see the absurdity in those scenarios, right? Don't be like that. Don't let your ego, your fake confidence, your desire to keep doing what's comfortable and familiar. Don't let that deceive you into continuing the same thing you've always done, which will get you what you've always gotten and keep you exactly where you've always been. Whew. Okay. <laughs> that was a lot. I hope it was helpful. You might want to go back and listen to this episode again. A lot to chew on, a lot to process. 
And as I wrap up here, just a quick reminder that the replay of my free class, How to Lose Weight Without Constantly Stressing About Being Perfect with Your Food and Workouts, that free replay is still available right now as of the time I'm recording this. Uh, and you can watch it on demand at www.antidietclass.com. Antidietclass.com. If you enjoyed this episode, guys, you will love the free class. I explain the biggest mistakes that, that make losing weight so much harder than it has to be. Plus, I tell you the three kind of golden rules for true, lifelong, long-term weight loss success. Just go to antidietclass.com or you can scroll down to the show notes for this episode and you can click there. You can watch the replay on demand whenever fits best with your schedule. But here's the thing. If you really want to get the most from it, I encourage you to carve out some time and eliminate your distractions and focus, really zone in, get your pen, get your notepad, get a cup of coffee, lock and load, because it could totally change how you think about losing weight, how you think about food and how you think and what you believe about yourself. Okay, that's it, guys. Until next time, say it with me. Remember, there's so much more to you than what you weigh. You are more than a number on the scales. So don't let that little machine dictate your emotions or your mood or how you feel the entire day. No, no, no. And losing weight is incredible. I love helping people do it, but losing weight, it's not about looking a certain way. It's not about fitting into a certain size of clothes. Losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life that you've always wanted. And I believe in you. I have true, internal, <laughs> solid, grounded confidence in you because I've seen people do it again and again, and I know you can do it. And if you don't believe that's okay, it's perfectly okay. Keep listening. I'll keep working on you, and we will get you there. Thank you all for your time today. Take care of yourself. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.